This is the Speaking of Writers podcast. I'm Steve Richards, New York Times, USA Today, and internationally best-selling author Laurie Nelson Spielman takes readers on a journey across Italy alongside a cast of strong women out to change their own destinies and find themselves in the process. In her glowing new novel, it's called The Star-Crossed Sisters of Tuscany. Laurie Nelson Spielman is a New York Times USA Today internationally best-selling author whose novels have hit number one in six different countries. Formerly a homebound teacher in an inner-city school district, she holds master's degrees in speech pathology and guidance counseling, makes her home in Michigan. Happy to have Lori Nelson Spielman join me now here on Speaking of Writers. Lori, welcome to this program. Thanks so much, Steve. It's great to be here. So tell us about the Star-Crossed Sisters of Tuscany. What compelled you to write this story? Well, I was um, looking for a story to write, and this one kind of um, came to me in bits and pieces. I, it, it, it starts with a, the premise of someone who is told they will never find love. And I, 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 that idea intrigued me because I feel like sometimes women have a lot of pressure to kind of live the traditional life and, and find love and how, how interesting it would be if someone knew from an early age, you know what, you're not going to find love. You know, might, might they live a more authentic life? Might they feel free from all the pressure that women feel? So in order to to make that premise come alive, I needed a compelling reason that someone would believe such a thing. So I I used a family curse. An Italian-American family, the Fontana family, has been cursed for over 200 years. The second-born daughter never finds lasting love. So that that was what compelled the curse. The setting, Lori, this beautiful setting. Why did you choose to set this book in Italy? Ah, I, my husband and I went to Italy in, in 2017, and I just absolutely fell in love with the country. It was, I knew I wanted to set a book there. And the way it turns out, the women follow pretty much the same itinerary that, that we had. So they start their trip in Venice and then go to Tuscany and end the trip in um, Amalfi Coast, and those three cities, three regions are so distinct. Uh, Venice is kind of a maze of canals and bridges, and it's easy to get lost, and that was where the women were kind of lost and just getting their bearings and not sure about themselves. And then they go to Tuscany, which was the homeland of their family, and they learn about the history and some family secrets and travel on to the beautiful, romantic seaside uh, villages of um, the Amalfi Coast, where their great aunt Poppy, who is the second-born daughter, thinks she's going to meet the love of her life on the steps of the Ravello Cathedral on her 80th birthday and break the curse. Yeah, let's talk about the characters here. We've got uh, Aunt Poppy, as you mentioned, Amelia, too. How did you create these characters, these two, and, and what are they like? So Amelia is, they're both second-born daughters. Amelia is an example of someone who has basically hidden behind the curse. She's absolutely fine with the idea of being single the rest of her life, but she never puts herself out there. She lives a very small life in a 
suburb of Brooklyn called um, Bensonhurst. Italian, lots of Italian families. Her entire Fontana family is all around her. She she works at her grandparents' bakery in Delicatessen. She lives in the little apartment above uh, her father and her grandmother. So they all have apartments in the same building. Um, so she she thinks she's happy, but she's really uh, basically just kowtowed to her family. She's her sister and her grandmother take advantage of her, and she'll do anything for them. She's a pleaser. She's basically in, embraced this curse, and um, she is the subordinate member of the family. And Poppy, on the other hand, second-born sister and, and uh, actually Amelia's great-aunt, she's completely different. She uh, lives a very rich life. She's had uh, men in her life. She's full of joy and hope and doesn't believe you know, the, the curse. She's ready to tackle anything. And she's the one who kind of brings Amelia out of her shell and... Um, gives her the confidence to find her own voice. Chatting with Laurie Nelson Spielman here on Speaking of Writers. Her new novel is The Star-Crossed Sisters of Tuscany. Amelia and her cousin joined their estranged great-aunt Poppy on an adventure to Italy to break the family curse, which dooms second-born daughters to life without lasting love. So, Laurie, do you believe in curses? <laughs> um. I don't, I don't think I believe in curses. I do, however, I'm quite superstitious. Um, so, yeah, don't ask me to walk under a ladder or um, <laughs> if I see a black cat crossing my door, I'm, I'm a little superstitious. But uh, curses, not so much. I, I, not to stereotype, but I have heard that, that Italians often are um, – you know, do have more of a belief in family curses. And uh, so that, that's why, that's part of the reason I, I chose an Italian family for this. Even though they claim not to believe the curse, they, they do, uh, it wields a lot of power. Are any of your characters based on real people that you know? Well, I, I watched a documentary on a woman named Iris Apfel. She's a 99 years old now, and she was, and she's basically a New York City icon. And I think you'd recognize her if you saw her. She's this adorable little lady that wears huge glasses, and she's absolutely full of life and um, hilarious and spunky and funny, and wears like red boas and very flamboyant. But when I read when I watched her documentary, I fell in love with her and I just thought this is this is Aunt Poppy. This is who I want Aunt Poppy to be like. So she definitely um, played a big role in my head as I was writing Poppy. Amelia and Lucy, not so much. They were just kind of two extremes of what I thought might happen if somebody believed they were cursed. Amelia, who basically embraces it and doesn't give a wit about finding love. And Lucy on the other hand, who is desperate to break the curse and reckless in her behavior because of it. You mentioned earlier that you and your husband went to Italy in 2017. What kind of uh, research did you do to inform this novel? 
Oh, Steve, it was pretty grueling, let me tell you. <laughs> we had to eat a lot of pasta, drink a lot of local vino. Um, went to all the places and took lots of pictures and just tried to, you know, one of the fav- my favorite things is just sitting at an outdoor cafe and watching people and trying to absorb the um, the culture. And yeah, it was beautiful. I think I think I might have to set another book in Italy and go back for a second research trip. <laughs> I loved it so much. How much of you is in Aunt Poppy? She's vibrant, spunky character who shares various tidbits of wisdom with her nieces. And second part of the question is, what's your favorite piece of advice from Aunt Poppy? Oh, gosh. So I wish I could say I was like Aunt Poppy because I love her so much. And she is so full of um, wisdom. I'm probably much more subdued and um, understated than, than Poppy. I do like to offer wisdom. I don't have any children of my own, so it's my nieces and nephews that I probably dole out too much advice. Um, but my favorite piece of wisdom from Aunt Poppy, um, I, I loved it. Amelia has a habit of, you know, thinking the worst. It's not possible. I can't do that. I can't go to Italy. I don't have the money. And Poppy would say, I find much life is much more enjoyable when you learn to say it's it's possible. And so I try, I, I try to think about that sometimes now and I'll think, oh, I can't do that. That's impossible. And I'll think, no, it's possible. Just, just give it a try. How did you come to be a writer? Well, I was uh, I worked in the public schools for almost 30 years, and at one point I shifted from a guidance counselor to a homebound teacher. And while I was homebound teaching, part of my uh, assignment was working with expelled students, and they needed uh, to earn an English credit. So I started writing these little short vignettes, little short stories that were moral dilemmas that they would have to read and then uh, do a written response. And my students kind of liked those stories, and it gave me a little jolt of confidence, and I signed up for a a novel writing course at a local community college and then started writing in earnest. I was in my early 40s then and wrote about uh, three full-length novels and a screenplay that were all rejected before I finally uh, landed an agent and sold my first book at age 52. Did you always know that you were a pretty good storyteller? Um, I knew I was a dreamer. And I loved, um, I remember as a, a kid, like, lying in bed, dreaming up stories and and playing with, you know, my Barbie dolls and just creating this whole uh, scene where, you know, they're off somewhere and here's what's happening and, and these are the characters. So, but I, I was from a very working class family. My dad was a bricklayer. My mom was... Um, uh, homemaker, and I never. When I went off to college, my mom said, "You know, teacher or a nurse, which which would you like to be?" So I never ever had that as an aspiration, um, being an author, until until obviously much later in my life. Do you have any writing rituals? A certain place in the house that you like to write? Um, I I do switch a little bit. I, my office is um, kind of like we have a walkout basement, so it's on the lower level, but I have lots of windows in there. But it gets a little chilly, so I, rather than being down here, I'll often take my laptop up to the kitchen area 
I like to light a candle, a scented candle, uh, sometimes music, sometimes not, depending on on uh, what scene I'm writing. Uh, but yeah, I, I I do it. I like to write starting mid-morning until uh, mid-afternoon. And where can listeners connect with you online? Uh, my website is laurienelsonspielman.com. I'm on Facebook, uh, Laurie Nelson Spielman author. Twitter is LN Spielman. And Instagram is at Laurie Nelson Spielman. And final question for you, Laurie. Are you working on another novel? And if so, can you give us a sneak peek into what it's about? Ah, I, I am. Uh, the one that I'm working on is about a woman who is down and out and is traveling to her sister's house, taking a road trip, stops at a rest area where she sees this horrible woman berating her children, and she has an altercation with this woman and is very shook up, gets in her car and drives on two states and several hours later gets out of her car and realizes that one of the children had stowed away in her car. All right. The book out now from Laurie Nelson Spielman, the New York Times bestselling author, is The Star-Crossed Sisters of Tuscany. Laurie, thank you so much for joining me. Thanks so much, Steve. And this is Speaking of Writers.